it's Sebastian from the Metal Gods Meltdown, and tonight I'm joined by... Nicholas Sonnen from the band Defecto. Thank you a lot for having me here. It's great to be chatting to you. Duality is such an addictive album. I've been listening to it shed loads. It's brilliant, man. Honestly, I love it. How pleased are you with it? And are you anxious or impatient about the, releasing it during COVID-19 while the world's totally fucked? Yeah, well, well, we are definitely anxious to release it. You know, we've been we've been working on this album for quite a while now, and you know, we we really feel that we are onto something different and something else than we've done before, but in a good way. So we are very excited to releasing it here very soon. Definitely. Were you planning to maybe delay delay release until the world sort of maybe gets back on an even axis, or are you just gonna were you just happy just to go for it? We uh, we definitely had the talk, and uh, we just decided that we could always make another album, and uh, we didn't want to make you know we didn't want to postpone it too much. And when we just you know when we just saw the world hanging in, you know, and uh, everything got delayed, and you know it just kept going on, we just decided to release it. You know, we felt that was the best thing for the album, awesome. just and for, for us as a band. What has the feedback been like so far from media and fans to the tracks that you have already released? We have we have gotten very positive feedback, um, and actually more even more than we than we've had before on the previous records. So uh, especially on the single "Rise," the first single that we released, we got amazing feedback from everyone, you know, business people as well as fans. So uh, and you know, uh, all for you, the second single and Tempest, the third single, has gotten very positive attention as well. So we we're very happy about that, definitely. Think of 
Duality does seem to be a concept album, but it actually yeah. isn't, is it? How would you best describe it? Mm, yeah, it's very difficult because, you know, I always... I like writing things that, you know, kind of binds all the songs together and have a main theme, but not necessarily making it into a concept album because I don't think that we are that band who makes a concept album, you know. Um, we still want to make things very <clears throat> variated. And I think if you if you want to make a concept album, you have to have everything uh, melded together even more than we have here, uh, even though the lyrics are still kind of melded together from start to finish. Um, you know, all the songs are about something duality-wise, but not necessarily a single thing. You know, it's it's a very broad, it's a broad thing, but it's still a very simple thing, a, a, a single thing. You know, it's 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 difficult to explain, but it's not a concept album. But but it's it's I. Kind of a concept album. Lyric-wise, it's a concept album, but not, you know, whole a whole concept album. Yeah, <laughs> you totally. get my meaning. Yeah, I do, man, <laughs> totally. Which song would you say is your favourite on the album today, and why? I think my personal favourite song is uh, The Uninvited. And that is because it it keeps all the things that... It has all the things that I love in a, in a, in a song. You know, it has the progressive things. It has the symphonic things and i love symphonic symphonic music and it has the um difficult and technical things as well as technical solos you know very difficult solo parts here and there and the vocals are very aggressive but still melodic and those things together makes a perfect song for me so that is that's my favorite song on that album yeah for sure on our release day do you plan to do like a live stream or something like that We've thought about doing something, but we haven't really decided what to do yet. You know, um, we, yeah, what what's the best thing to do? You know, uh, should we do this? Should we do that? Yeah, um, we've we've talked about a bunch of different things to do. You know, but we haven't really decided on what what we're gonna do. But we sh we definitely should do something extraordinary on the release date. But nothing has been planned yet, so we're a bit late on that one. That's <laughs> oh, right. Okay, man. Um, yeah, artwork's really quite eye-catching as well can you tell us the story behind it and do you plan to have that framed around your home um oh yeah i uh, i'm definitely planning to having a, a vinyl hung up in my studio and uh but you know the the artwork came out very well i think too um but it was you know it was it was a, a long process you know it's very difficult because we have so many different uh ideas and you know and and you got to talk to the right the right designer or yeah the graphic artists you know and he, he really needs to understand what you what you what you're gonna tell with the album and what you're meaning with the duality you know what what do you want to show people and uh you know this came out really like a, a a draft of something you know the 10th idea or something and we all just fell in love, in love with it so uh it was it was a coincidence that we you know it was sent to us i think so it was pretty yeah not the not the main idea but it ended up being the best idea definitely yeah i love the colors and everything in it um being old school album yeah. album covers are just awesome aren't they i think you know um, awesome uh, are you going to be having it on vinyl or is it just going to be like CDs? We're going to release it on CD, vinyl and streaming. Um, and on the vinyl, we're going to have a deluxe a limited thing edition as well. That's in negative colors. 
uh, kind of white and bluish. So there's yeah, there's gonna be a, a, about a hundred of those. Really? So yeah, vinyl as well. Ninety nine left. You got ninety nine left. I want one. Okay. <laughs> Can you? Um, obviously, two thousand twenty has been like unreal. Um, it's yeah. been a nightmare. How has the virus affected you personally and plans for Defecto? Well, um, personally, you know, I, uh, I'm running my, my own studio, Sunday Studios here in Denmark. And uh, obviously, you know, bands were uh, a bit um, concerned about booking time in the studio. So me personally, I had a bit of a rough time beginning this year. Um, luckily, I'm very busy right now. So that's very good. You know, it's kind of people are... Uh, not ignorant about it now, but you know they're kind of. We have to do something with with our lives anyway, so we have to continue just making music and continue our lives, you know. And um, but with defect, so you know we kind of stopped everything we were doing. We actually wanted to release this album Duality in in March or something, I think. Um, but that got got postponed till till now October. And when we postponed it, we kind of just. Uh, began writing music and uh, we began uh, making some strategies on what we could do exclusively you know what we could do uh, like extraordinary things you know we've always been a band who likes to do um, different things you know for example we have a, a tour a upcoming tour that's been postponed as well for next year with a stand-up comedian i know that it's something that you do in america and all that but in denmark it's very unorthodox so we've uh, we've planned a tour with a stand-up comedian and we've done this symphonic thing with with a symphony orchestra last week you know we've just been planning what can we do to make extra extraordinary concerts or things you know uh, during this COVID-19 thing. So we haven't been doing a lot, but we've been kind of planning different things while writing the next songs for the album number four. Yeah. Is that something you think about doing, um, like an orchestral show and doing an album like Tia have and obviously Metallica have done in the past? Is that something you'd think about? Yeah, definitely. We are all big Metallica fans. And, you know, the 99 uh, Symphony show with Metallica was a great, you know, a, a great show for all of us uh, in Defecto. And um, we we have always combined the classical stuff uh, into our music, uh, especially on the first two albums. Um, so we've always kind of dreamed about someday we're going to play with an orchestra. You know, we're going to have our own show with an orchestra. And uh, we didn't quite have our own concert with an orchestra, you know, but we had, we, we played some of our songs with a full orchestra, you know, 80 people, and then we combined it with something else, you know, the guy that entertained people that night, he's called Jacob Stegelmann, he's a, uh, he's a very popular entertainer in Denmark, he's been reviewing games and movies since, you know, we were kids in defect, so, so he's a, he's a pretty big guy in, in Denmark. So it was a, it was an honor for us to just being able to play a couple of our songs in, in that show. Wow. But someday, definitely, yeah, we will definitely have our own show with an orchestra. No doubt. That's, we need it. Yeah, that's <laughs> what are the plans for the rest of the year? And when do you think live gigs and even tours will recommence, if ever? 
Yeah, well, we uh, we have actually already booked our release show the 27th of November. So it's going to be a sitting down concert and um, there's going to be uh, 500 people allowed. It's a 1500 capacity venue. So it's like one third of what, you know, could be there. And uh, I think that is going to be the uh, general style for maybe six months time or something. You know, you never know. Um, so we're just trying to book those kind of shows now because we need to get out there you know we can't just you know sit still back and wait you know so we have to do something so we're beginning with the release show and we have a, a surprise show in in december that i can't really announce here and uh, we have a couple of other things going on as well so there's not going to be a tour but there's definitely going to be some shows especially here in denmark it's a bit more difficult to get you know out of the country right now unfortunately but um hopefully next year we can go on the festivals and uh, and tour around but um yeah man we're crossing our fingers here <laughs> i know i know it's just so unknown isn't it okay then next one if you're stuck in quarantine for a year which four musicians dead or alive would you have with you and why okay i um i actually i thought about this question you sent me the question yesterday and it was good that you did that because i needed to think about it <laughs> <laughs> I know I, I, when I thought about it, I wasn't in doubt. You know, I would definitely choose James Hetfield, and I would choose John Petrucci from Dream Theater, and I would choose Michael Romeo from Symphony X and Russell Allen from Symphony X as well. And yes, I like Symphony X. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, awesome, that's brilliant. Okay, so I, I yeah, I would I would choose them because you know James Hetfield. Just I'm just a big fan of his. You know, um, his general attitude on stage his stage presence and uh his singing you know and 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 riff writing i'm a big fan of that definitely and russell allen because he's just a phenomenal singer michael romeo because he's such a talented guitarist and he knows something very special about neoclassical um music writing and uh composing and john petrucci for just being yeah the same you know technical talent so i've always looked up to john petrucci a lot so that's the reason. So which three bands would you would be your ultimate touring buddies? I don't know. Uh, touring buddies. I don't know. Um, it's, um, should we, it's because we should have a, a good relationship with them or should it just be because we wanted to play with them? Because you want to play with them, I think, yeah. <laughs> okay. Metallica, without a doubt. <laughs> of course. Can you tell me what has been the most memorable concert you've been to other than your own and why? Um, when I was uh, seven years old, I was dragged to an uh, Alice Cooper concert with my dad. And uh, Van Halen was actually going to play too, but they didn't show up as usual. So uh, I didn't get to see them. <laughs> but I watched Alice Cooper and um, I was very impressed. You know, I wasn't very old. Uh, I was either I was seven or, yeah, I, I must have been seven years old, actually. Um, and, you know, and to the um, into the song, um, what's it called? Lost in America. Um the drummer played a drum solo and I was just like, what the hell is going on? This is amazing. And uh, I, I went back home and I, you know, I listened through the record and I couldn't believe there wasn't a drum solo. You know, I couldn't understand it. Why didn't he play something that wasn't on the album? What the hell? <laughs> and, you know, I had to begin playing drums that, after that night. So uh, I started playing drums. I played drums for uh, one and a half year, two years. Wow. And uh, it's actually the only instrument that I've ever, you know, had lessons in. But that that began after that that drum solo. So uh, 
That Alice Cooper concert in 1995, that is definitely the most memorable for me. Awesome, that's brilliant. So how would you, how strong is the metal scene in Denmark? I mean, you got Volbeat, I used to love a band called Chain Fist. Don't think they're going yeah. anymore. Um, oh, Chain Fist. Yeah, yeah. So how how is the scene over there? The scene um, is getting better, but it's never been, you know, rock music in Denmark has never been something very big. You know, we have one rock station in Denmark, which is dri driven by... Um, <clears throat> drive uh, by ads you know there's ads all the time you know and it's the only station that plays rock music i, I maybe we have one other I, i'm i'm in doubt i don't think so but you know it's it's never something that you hear on the radio you know it's never something that you you hear people talking about you know of course there is a lot of rock music lovers back here but in general it's it's not a very big thing um we have these underground underground venues you know where the, uh, the 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 bands are coming into play in front of 50 people you know and the uh, when there wasn't corona you know it's it is a very underground thing that you have to dig very deep into to uh, become a part of i think unfortunately yeah what do you feel has been your biggest accomplishment with defecto so far uh without a doubt supporting metallica in the uh, royal arena the, the arena, the newly opened arena. When, when we played there, we were uh, one of the first band playing playing there. And uh, when, yeah, supporting Metallica is just, you know, the biggest dream ever. So that's uh, that's definitely it. That's amazing. Did you manage to have much of a chat with them or, or a beer with them or anything afterwards? Yeah, we, went, uh, we went backstage with them for about 25 minutes or so and uh, talked, you know, about everything. They were... Uh, very down to earth, pretty, you know, super cool guy, cool guys, you know, very um, open-minded. So that was pretty cool. If one of your songs could appear on a soundtrack or any film or cult TV series, which one would you choose and why? Oh, shit. <laughs> <clears throat> you know, I've, I've always had a, uh, a very um, dear... Um, not not feeling i don't know what you call it but you know I, i'm very um oh, I'm, I'm looking for a word here but the the, the song the sacrifice uh, it's the final song i think or for not not the final song it's a song on the nemesis record our second album it's called the sacrifice oh, it has a very dark deep and uh, sad feeling to it and you know if it could be on a soundtrack for I don't know, man. Uh, you know, a situation in a movie where everything just becomes nothing, you know, when everything just is raining and everything is sad and you're negative and you're about to take your fucking life. I don't know, something very dark, you know. Yeah. That's the perfect song for that moment, I think. And uh, that could be, yeah, that could be a, uh, an, an insane situation to uh, to have that song on something. But, you know, we have a song as well called Sovereign. I don't know if you heard it. It's from the first album. It has this very, you know, uh, like sitting in a car, driving, you know, uh, on, on the in the fast lane, uh, rock and roll type of feel to it. So that could be a very cool theme song as well for something, awesome. something mad, mad. I don't know, mad, mad, a Mad Max movie or something. Yeah. <laughs> so can you tell us what song best describes the soundtrack of your life? Oh man, <laughs> the soundtrack of my life. Wow. Uh, one of our own songs, or just any. everything? Any. Any song. I've always liked the, the lyrics 
from the song called Brutal Planet by Alice Cooper as well. Right. It's about the world just being a bad place and people are being idiots without, you know, there is any reason for it. Yeah. So uh, Brutal Planet is a special song for me and has always been. So I think that is something that I'm trying to, you know, think about often, you know, just don't be an asshole, try and be nice to people. Mm. And yeah. uh, people should do that. <laughs> Absolutely. The world well, seems to be full of assholes at the moment, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. All right. <laughs> yeah. um, can you give me four words? To describe Defecto, dedicated is absolutely one of the wor- one of the words. Dedicated, and uh, I would say um, thoughtful as well. We are very, you know, thoughtful of what we're trying, what we're doing with the music. You know, we really try to, uh, yeah, just put our fucking brains into it. Experimental in our own way. You know, we're trying to be experimental, but not in the ordinary way. We try to do our own stuff, so experimental too. What you call it when you try and when we try to you try to be original, but it's not the word original that I'm searching for. It's, it's um, you know you're trying something new. Unique. Yeah, well, you know, kind of unique, but um, you know, it's it's there's a different word, but yeah, definitely what we're lo- what we're looking for, you know, what we're trying to do and to be. Exactly. Yeah. Can you tell us why we should check out Duality? Because you know it's a, it's it's a style of metal music that you won't hear anywhere. It's something. It is something new. I think. I think you've heard it before, but not in this kind of way. So I think it's definitely you know for any rock and roll fan, you know, for any heavy metal music fan, uh, this is definitely an album that will appeal to you in some way. And I I feel that even though you love death metal music or you love ACDC. There is definitely going to be a song that you like in this album if you're, you know, open-minded. Vinyl or digital? <laughs> Vinyl. Festival or small intimate gig? Festival. Bacon or Carlsberg? Bacon. <laughs> Denim or leather? Denim. Cool. And the final one, Viking metal or thrash metal? <laughs> thrash metal. Really? You're a Viking? What? So good. Okay. You know, I, 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 I've never I've never gotten to love that fiddle thing, you know, on, on metal music. That's not right. not me. <laughs> Fair enough, man. Okay. Um, do you have any final words for your fans and our listeners? Well, just that I really hope that they will uh, take very good care of the new album, you know, and we hope that Everything will be received very well and that they'll love it and check out the videos, you know, and follow us around. And that we really hope to see them all on the road very fucking soon. Hey everyone, you're listening to The Metal Gods Meltdown. Down.